And that's Michelle Camillo's One More Once, bringing us back into the hot box, this time uh, the 49th edition. And uh, we're calling that one Porgy and Bess for reasons which will become obvious. Now we're taking a dip into the world of George Gershwin and uh, we'll be hearing from Ella Fitzgerald and from Louis Armstrong and several others past and present. And the occasion really uh, is an advanced peek behind the curtains of an upcoming concert by the RTE Concert Orchestra which will feature a feast of Gershwin music centering on the first ever live performance of the Armstrong Ella orchestrations of Porgy and Bess with which I'm sure many of our listeners are familiar. To say this is a massive undertaking taking uh, really is an understatement, more of which anon. Uh, the rest of the concert will focus on Gershwin as well as uh, the Porgy and Bess piece, including a performance of I Got Rhythm, uh, that jazz standard of all jazz standards. And this one will be using uh, the well-known Nelson Riddle arrangement. But you'll have to go to the concert to hear that because we're going to enjoy a completely different approach to it from Fats Waller, uh, recorded in 1935, just five years after it was published.
I think they had some fun making that. <laughs> a good illustration of the fact that that song and many another Gershwin composition forms the part of the bedrock of jazz improvisation and indeed it's the chord progression of that which can be heard in so many compositions including Duke Ellington's and and some would say half of Charlie Parker's compositions. As I said the Nelson Riddle orchestration will bear little resemblance to that irreverent rendition by Fats Waller. Louis Armstrong actually recorded that in 1931 as well and uh, The song featured then the following year in the movie, the famous movie Girl Crazy, sung there by Kitty Kelly. Most uh, musical commentators or historians would agree that in, in an era when America produced an amazing array of musical talent, the talent that created such a huge volume of work now referred to as the Great American Songbook, George Gershwin really stood head and shoulders above his peers, having in just a very few short years produced a body of work that crossed the divides and maybe established a unique American music, one that placed jazz at its centre. Uh, The concert in the National Concert Hall will, by the way, feature Rhapsody in Blue, uh, a neoclassical jazz-inflected piece that Gershwin rattled off in just three weeks. Adam Johnson will be at the piano for that. So let's get down to talking a bit about Porgy and Bess, which is the highlight of the concert, specifically uh, the recording made by Louis Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald, with the whole thing arranged by Russell Garcia. And it's uh, Russ Garcia's arrangement that we should talk about first, especially since the originals were lost completely and so have had to be recreated for this upcoming concert. And that's what I meant by saying this is a monumental project. So let's hear some of the original now. That's the boat that's leaving Oh, soon for New York Come with me That's where we belong Sister, you and me can live That high life in New York Come with me There you can go Sister, I'll buy you the swellest mansion Upon Upper Fifth Avenue and through all we go strut, we'll go strut, and there'll be nothing too good for you. I'll dress you in silks and satin, in the latest Paris style. All the girls you'll forget, you'll be forgetting, there'll be no fretting but smiles. Come along with me, that's the place. Don't be a fool, come along, come along. Leaving soon for New York. Come with me, that's where we belong. Oh, sister, that's where we belong.
Absolutely inimitable Louis Armstrong there. And there's a boat that's leaving soon for New York from Porgy and Bess. You also heard there in the background, uh, working away, Oscar Peterson on the piano and either Louis Belson or Buddy Rich on the drums. And Ray Brown uh, was the bass player, plus loads and loads of very star people. Uh, it was, of course, um, <clears throat> a masterpiece of a recording session, and you heard the arrangement there. I don't need to tell you how great it is. The recreation of this entire score has been achieved by uh, the Derry-born, Scottish-raised trumpet player turned arranger, Ryan Quigley. And I recently chatted to him uh, about this project. I dared to suggest to him that the recreation of this score was something of an obsession with him, and he he agreed with me wholeheartedly. He'd been trying to find the sheet music from years ago. He even succeeded in tracing Russ Garcia to New Zealand, where he'd retired only to discover that the creator himself had almost nothing left of the original scores. So it was down to Ryan to listen to the music over and over and over and laboriously write out all the instrumental components. The concert, which is on September the 11th, is, by the way, the first performance of it and will feature Enrico Tommaso on the trumpet, more about him later, and Nicola Emmanuel during doing the Ella parts. Uh, Ryan assured me that Nicola sounds extraordinarily like Ella.
Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald, and for my money, uh, the very best version of Summertime ever recorded, any medium. Really making the hairs on the back of the neck stand up. Russell Garcia's musical direction, of course, and the production by Norman Grants. The Ella and Louis parts will be taken on the 10th by Nicola Emanuel and Enrico Tommaso. Nicola is a jazz singer from London. She's a regular in clubs there and has featured on many movie soundtracks. Enrico actually uh, knew the great man. He knew Louis Armstrong. He played for him when Louis visited the north of England um, years back, quite near the end of Louis's life, in fact. And it became something of a mentorship. So uh, you're listening to the real deal when you're listening to Enrico.
necessarily so The things that you're liable to read in the Bible It ain't necessarily so Little David was small but oh my Little David was small but oh my He fought big Goliath who laid down and died Little David was small
Gerald with Russ Garcia's orchestral direction. It ain't necessarily so. That's from the folk opera Porgy and Bess, of course. Um, lyrics for that were by Ira Gershwin, although I think most people think that all the lyrics were by him. They weren't. Uh, a lot of the songs, including Summertime, the lyrics were written by Dubose Hayward, who was the originator of the play Porgy. I always particularly like the line in that song, he made his home in that fish's abdomen. Or, in fact, uh, just as good, um, I take that gospel whenever it's possible. It's pretty good, too. Ira Gershwin at his best. Uh, Porgy was originally a novel, as I said, by Dubose and Dorothy Haywood. Uh, George Gershwin read it back in the 1920s and suggested right then that he'd like to make uh, an opera of it, but it took a lo- long time to come to fruition. George uh, went down to Charleston, South Carolina, visited the Haywards, and uh, took a lot of time to absorb the atmosphere of the so-called Catfish Row. The first stage production occurred in Boston. Uh, there was a concert version in the Carnegie Hall before that, which ran over four hours, including intervals. Um, they did some drastic cutting. And uh, it wasn't rapturously received when it opened on Broadway. The critics uh, really couldn't tackle the fact that it was half opera, half musical comedy, and uh, they kind of panned it, really, although the audience loved it and the audiences continued to love it. So it didn't really do well, and it, it threw George Gershwin into a bit of a depression. Uh, history has certainly been a lot kinder to it, of course, and now it sits securely as a masterpiece. Uh, its golden reputation certainly enhanced by the jazz treatment that we've been listening to. Um, Garcia, Armstrong and Ella Fitzgerald recorded 20 years after George Gershwin's death. He died prematurely at the age of just 39. <laughs> Thank you. 
Ella Fitzgerald, this My Man's Gone Now. It's uh, easy to forget just how wonderful Ella Fitzgerald was singing a ballad like that. So a few more words about the genius who's painstakingly recreated the score which will be heard in the National Concert Hall on September the 11th. He's called Ryan Quigley, uh, one of the finest trumpet players in these islands and turning himself into a very in-demand orchestrator these days. He's also a, an educator and, of course, has become musical director as well. He'll be operating more as a musical backroom boy uh, for much of the concert. Stephen Bell will be doing the conducting. Uh, we've already mentioned the star soloist, so I won't go into that again. One anecdote Ryan told me when I was chatting to him that I enjoyed particularly was about getting hold of the copyright in order to use the score for Porgy and Bess, this, the, um, the jazz score, as it were. Uh, the copyright is held by Warner Chapel, and initially they refused Ryan permission to use the music, to which he not unreasonably answered that the music didn't exist since it was lost, so how could they have copyright over something that wasn't there? Anyway, it was resolved, and I think that the Porgy and Best piece, which now runs overall for the best part of an hour and forms the second half of the concert, will be heard in many, many more concert halls. But we have the world premiere. <laughs>
That was Art Pepper playing a fascinating rhythm in 1959. No, 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 1957, uh, with Carl Perkins at the piano, Ben Tucker was the bass player, and Chuck Flores, the drummer, yes. More Gershwin, of course, and an orchestral version of that will feature in the first half of the Porgy concert. So will this, in fact, a real feast of Gershwin. Bob Cooper Octet there also from the 1950s, a notable band really for having three great reed players, formerly uh, colleagues in the Stan Kenton Orchestra, Cooper himself on the tenor. You heard a ravishing tenor solo from him, Bud Shank, Jimmy Dufry. Uh, Strike Up the Band was the title. Um, it was the title music for a musical of that name written by Gershwin in 1927 um, of contemporary interest to anyone who's uh, been looking at current US policy over import tariffs will be amused that the plot of this one was about a tariff war 
over chocolate between the USA and Switzerland. Hmm. Well, maybe of more historic interest musically was the composition of the Pit Band when that show opened finally on Broadway. It contained Benny Goodman and Glenn Miller and Jimmy Dorsey and Jack Teagarden and Gene Krupa. An incredible lineup.
I Can't Get Started, the only piece in this programme not written by George Gershwin, but the original lyrics were written by Ira Gershwin, his elder brother. Um, Ira, in that case, collaborating with Vernon Duke for the uh, famous cabaret Ziegfeld Follies in 1936. John Lewis was playing that, he of MJQ fame, with Percy Heath, also of MJQ, and Chico Hamilton was the drummer. Sweet lovely lady be good Oh lady be good to me Cause I'm so ugly misunderstood Oh lady, oh lady, oh lady be good to me Recording that uh, Oscar Peterson was the pianist, and of course that was Ella Fitzgerald. That uh, recorded a concert in Lausanne in Switzerland in 1953, and as you could tell, Ella Fitzgerald's voice was absolutely shot. Uh, but a typical scat performance, nonetheless, and a pretty enthusiastic crowd. <laughs> ¶¶ 
there, very breathy, often described as the father of the tenor saxophone as far as jazz is concerned. Howard McGee was the trumpet player, didn't hear an awful lot of him, but Sir Charles Thompson was the piano player. Um, in 1926, um, the intimate musical OK uh, was launched by the Gershwins, a huge success. OK, one of their biggest successes ever, and it featured Gertrude Lawrence uh, in its original form. Uh, P.G. Woodhouse wrote some of it as well. Enough, enough, enough. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the little feast of Gershwin that we've been having here in the hot box. And uh, we're all looking forward to the Porgy and Bess concert on Wednesday, the 11th September in the NCH in Dublin. Extraordinary recreation of the score by Ryan Quigley. I thought we might just play out with another version of Summertime we already heard one of the, perhaps the greatest version. This one's pretty good too. It features Ella Fitzgerald, and this is with her own small group led by Paul Smith, recorded in uh, February 1960 in Germany. Enjoy it, and if you have been, thanks for listening. Standing by 